0: You're listening to Agile Ideas, the podcast, hosted by Fatima Rabuchi. For anyone listening out there not having a good day, please know there is help out there. Hi, hey everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Agile Ideas. I'm Fatima, CEO at Agile Management Office, Mental Health Ambassador, and your host. This episode is made possible thanks to Agile Management Office. We help businesses in three key ways improving organizational culture and delivery, supporting transformation and change, and streamlining governance and process using 20 years of proven practice and the proprietary AMO way model. In today's episode, I'm going to be talking about Agile. What is it? What does it mean? Where's it come from? And why is my company keep talking about it? I don't get it. Is it the same thing as project management? Does it have anything to do with project management? Is it about being able to move at speed? Is it something that I have to worry about? What exactly is it and why does it matter? Now, if you're like me, many years ago, before I got into project management and the world of agile I too had some reservations around what exactly it is. And so the reason I've created this episode is to share with you some more information about what actually agile means. And also, for everyone listening, I also will have a free ebook to give you all so that you can read up and get into the detail as much or as little as you want so you can be more informed in conversation with your colleagues and friends and peers. So let's get straight into it. So this is Agile is something that has become a very uh, common uh, debate online where people like to spend a lot of time debating what it is and what it isn't. The problem is with Agile, just in terms of the fundamentals, they are getting lost in the detail. For many people, Agile itself is a completely new concept and for a lot of executives these days, it's becoming a strategic imperative. So we're going to take you through a little bit more about the exploration of Agile, its origins, key themes, and some tips to scale with Agile. And as I said, I promise to share information with you at the end of this episode around how you can actually Download a free ebook that covers a lot of the content that I'm going to share with you today. So first and foremost, when we think about agile, there are many many flavors of agile. At its heart, the agile approach is about cutting red tape, speeding up the delivery of products and services to customers, and making it easy to get things done. However, while all agile systems have those things in common, they all look different based on the company the industry, and other factors as well. There are also diverse types of agile-based methodologies and people and organizations choose to create a hybrid of those. In fact, in all my career, I have never seen an organization apply a pure agile-based methodology or framework end-to-end. There's almost always an element of being hybrid, which means bringing together sort of agile-based frameworks or methods with more waterfall-based frameworks and methods. That just means that one company's Agile might look quite different to another. But that's really part of the point because Agile systems themselves should not be rigid and they should be customized and customizable so that they work for each company. So I've created a pocketbook that is designed to become an introductory guide to all things Agile and although we're going to cover off some of those themes today, it's by no means an exhaustive look at it. But before we get into that, let's just go behind the scenes and think about what actually is Agile in its truest form. Well, fundamentally, it's an iterative approach to project management and software development. And it helps teams to deliver faster by focusing on continuous releases and customer feedback. That's pretty much it. Fundamentally, that's what Agile is. I'll repeat that. So it's an iterative approach to project management and software development that helps teams to deliver faster by focusing on continuous releases and customer feedback. So as you can see from that, there is no reason why you couldn't use Agile across any industry and any size business for that matter. Agile breaks all the old rules of project management. Instead of creating a project plan, which you typically do in a waterfall project management environment where you plan everything up front and follow it step by step to completion with very few changes along the way, Agile is actually about discovering new possibilities as you work. So for example, it gives you the absolute freedom and autonomy to pivot and pursue those ideas. So let's just say that you're working on a customer project and the customer says that I want you to build me a car. I'm going to use a car because a car is such a common thing and we all know what that is. Now, ultimately, a customer might actually tell you to build them a car, but if they don't specify the details of the car, ultimately, you just need to think about what exactly is the minimum that you can do to provide them value. Now, that may simply be putting four wheels on the chassis of a car. Now, I'm not an automotive expert, so I hope that's the right term, but forgive me if it's not. But ultimately, if the car can be driven and it has four wheels and it has a steering wheel and you can move it, that might be enough to demonstrate to the customer the starting point of what a car could look like. Now, in waterfall, we would predefine everything, the colour of the seats, the the, um, tint on the windows, the colour of the car, the type of lights. You would determine the motor. Everything would be determined up front before you build it. But in agile, we might know what the minimum that we need to achieve is up front And then as we go, we seek more customer feedback in order to improve the product and continuously evolve it. And this is where having the ability to be autonomous and pivot around feedback and ideas in real time is what Agile is all about. So it's not being driven by executive demand around this is exactly what it has to be and they're not in the throes of the day-to-day of your projects but it's actually about working collaboratively and more flexibly. So to do that, teams actually need to work together in a way and actually let the project dictate itself, dictate what they do next based on sort of where they are. Ultimately, it is uh, a fact that agile teams can deliver faster and that's because they deliver in smaller increments. And it's been shown that projects manage with agile-based methodologies are nearly 30% more successful than projects managed with waterfall-based methods. Now, I will say it really does depend on the team and the organization. There are some organizations who are currently doing agile and are doing it very poorly, and they're not getting those results. So we need to think about what are the things we need to have in place in order for us to have the right framework or supporting structures and guardrails to support agile teams. So ultimately, while maybe uncomfortable to get out of the groove that you've been in, it is ultimately worth it. When we look back at the history of Agile, it's not a new concept. It's been around since the 1900s and popularity has grown steadily ever since then. But ultimately, Agile has so much more to give than just focusing on software development. Despite being started in the early 90s, with a focus on one of the first Agile-based methods called Scrum, there was a lot of evolution since that time over the last two decades. And ultimately, it was in 2001 where the most famous element of Agile, which is the Agile Manifesto, which is where 17 signatories came together and actually published it in 2001. And that's become a guide and a source for Agile enthusiasts around the world. In 2004, the first Agile business conference, which was not just for software development, was also held. And then in more recent years, in 2011, SAFE scaled Agile for Enterprise, which is the first or second leading Agile framework in the world, is now actually becoming the fastest growing. And I think at this point of recording, it is the fastest growing. When we think about agile, we also need to think about the term associated with big A and small a agile. Now, you may hear this in organizations, because I certainly do. And when you hear reference to this, small a agile is around growth mindset, adaptability, culture, collaboration, creativity. These are the things that organizations should be absolutely starting with. And without these principles of Agile to underpin the organizational team, you'll struggle to get the buy-in needed. But then when we hear the term Big Agile, this is where we're talking about methods, tools, techniques, and concepts. Many organizations actually start with Big Agile and not realize they need all of the soft skills rather than just the methods and frameworks in order for it to be successful. You can read more about the Agile Manifesto online simply by Googling Agile Manifesto. And in there, you will refer to four core values, which is a lot of what agile-based frameworks and methods live by. That being said, there are some methods and frameworks that are out there that actually go against some of these values. And we won't have time to go through that today. When we think about agile and and that mindset, the small A, agile, the mindset element, we really need to make sure that our teams, in order to be as successful as possible, have purpose, autonomy, and mastery. These are three intrinsic motivators that Daniel Pink actually talks about a lot. And they are so important in order to have the right mindset and culture for an organization to be successful. When an organization starts with big agile rather than the small agile, they end up focusing all of their time and energy on the right frameworks and methods and tools, but they haven't yet made that mindset shift. One of the things that I say to companies all the time is that ultimately, when you think about project management 101, fundamental project management, waterfall project management if you want to call it that, when you think about that, already in organizations around the world, there is some challenges associated with teams that are not directly in project management having the challenge of not actually understanding what project management is to begin with. Think of departments like human resources or finance or risk or legal. You know, there are a lot of people in these departments that may not have been involved in project management. Just like we're not expected to understand the ins and outs of what they do, they also don't necessarily understand the ins and outs of delivery. Now, when you add agile to the mix, which, as I said, has gained popularity steadily, there is a lot more challenge now because even those that are in delivery are struggling with the concept of Agile. And so this is why it's really important that we start with the mindset and help people understand that it's okay to fail fast, experimentation, culture, uh, culture building, um, encouraging people to make decisions on their own, encouraging them to be more collaborative and just fostering that culture of creativity. And in return, you will have more motivated employees. If you do not start with that, you will come across challenges. When we think about agile in general, as I mentioned earlier, it's all about the customer. Now, the customer may be internal customers as well as external customers. And so regardless of the approach or framework you're building, there are a number of things to consider from the customer focus to the ability to embrace change, to the frequency that teams are delivering, support and motivation provided, and how sustainable the processes that you are using. In Agile, we don't need to define every process up front, but we must call out what is and isn't acceptable and remove all grey areas. We need to think about how we can be as simple and as lean as possible and then seek feedback before evolving and iteratively improving over time. Ultimately, our measure of success is the finished product that is delivered to the client. Now, there are many, many, many Agile-based frameworks and methods. Some people will say there is over 50 globally. Some of the more common ones are, are Scrum and Lean, DSDM, Safe, and even Kanban. Now, all of these different frameworks and methods have different pros and cons. And so it's not about picking just one. Sometimes it's taking the principles and aspects of each of these that work for your organization and putting them together. Each of those are readily available online and you can read a lot about those in the pocketbook that we are also going to provide. Now, when we think about Agile, once we have the fundamentals around big A A Agile and small A Agile, we then need to think about how we scale with it. Now, a lot of organisations will spend a lot of energy on Agile and not actually think about how they're going to scale it once they've determined what it exactly is that they're going to be putting in place as a framework. So we ask clients to not only think about how you're going to implement Agile, but also when you're going to stop to pause and reflect on the approach that you're going to take to scale it with your organization. You need to not only be able to iteratively improve it over time, but as your organization grows, and so should your frameworks. There are so many organizations around the world using agile ways of working and applying it in a way that works for them. And that is absolutely the most important thing to do. I'd highly recommend you don't do what some companies do and copy and paste someone else's success model. Because remember, those organizations probably had a different culture, different behaviors, different mindset, different technology stack, different processes, and so on. So before you make a decision about whether Agile is right for you, think about whether you can adopt some of those small A Agile uh, mindsets and behaviours before you start putting in frameworks. Think about what is going to work for you in terms of lightweight options to get started and think about maybe piloting Agile in a particular team. Some organisations choose to do that in IT, others choose to do it in their digital space. Either way, you should also make sure that you factor in governance. Governance is the path that helps, you, helps guide you on where you're going and make sure that you're doing the right things and doing things right. Now, in order to have a successful adoption of Agile, it's all about top-down commitment. That is not suggesting that you don't start from the bottom up and the top-down at the same time, but you need that commitment from senior stakeholders in order for them to understand the overall objectives of the initiative. You need to have a reasonable amount of knowledge or experts working with you that have that agile maturity so they can act as your change agents and help you to navigate this challenging path. You need to make sure that your executives, your PMO and your delivery teams have all had the right training. Now, training should not be based on theory. If you base your training on theory, it will be very challenging for people to take that learning and apply the next day. We typically work with clients in providing them practical hands-on based training where we can actually test and learn concepts on the fly rather than just putting the theory and then expecting people to remember it. You need to make sure you have dedicated SMEs that can work with your teams across Agile to make sure that they are reflecting the customer's needs. And you need to have a clear change management path in order for you to roll out. There are lots and lots of challenges when scaling with Agile and a lot of them I have referenced to such as not enough training or the right type of training, lack of management support, missing collaboration, and sometimes it's simply the cultural company philosophy that is at odds with the Agile values. Those Agile values are those which you can find in the Agile Manifesto. So ultimately, it's really up to you if you believe that Agile is right for you. And statistics show that Agile itself can help organizations significantly improve their outputs and their productivity, then their time to market by employing Agile practices. But you are got to get the foundations right. And to do that, make sure that you don't forget about good governance structures such as the AMO way, which is developed by Agile Management Office to provide an overall coherent aim for your whole system. Avoiding a one-size-fits-all, and implementing and adopting the right amount of process and governance ultimately it can be very very difficult to go all in with agile and that may be sometimes due to challenges you have and so it's important to identify those challenges early and start to addressing them start to address them not adding layers of complexity onto an already you know fragmented framework process system team So look at what you've got to do and start by focusing on those things and make that as a priority to formally assess and understand exactly what your current level of maturity is and where you need to go. So remember the agile itself is about the ability to move quickly and easily. I mean agile in our name is all about that but we also are experts in agile and thinking about that the prerequisite of Prerequisite of agility is general fitness and general fitness provides one with the strength and endurance to be able to move with agility. For those who are unfit, getting fit requires one to adhere to a disciplined structured regime, one which is followed consistently to reach their desired goal. So organizations that like us want to achieve agility or become agile must start with the basics, instill discipline, apply consistently and strengthen capabilities to get fit. If you would like a free copy of our This is Agile Pocketbook, please go to our website at www.agilemanagementoffice.com. That's all one word, agilemanagementoffice.com. And go to the publication section on our website where you will find a complete copy of this 22-page guide that will talk you through all things Agile. Thank you. And until next time, this has been Agile Ideas. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. Please share this with someone or rate it if you enjoyed it. Don't forget to follow us on social media and to stay up to date with all things Agile Ideas. Go to our website, www.agilemanagementoffice.com. I hope you've been able to learn, feel, or be inspired today. Until next time, what's your Agile Idea?